the ABC's Word Wizard, the Lord of Language. A Word in Your Ear, with Professor Raleigh Sussex. With much of southeast Queensland in lockdown, many parents are assuming the role of teacher. Professor Raleigh Sussex is back today to help out with any school-related questions. Hello, Raleigh. Do you remember having to help your children with their homework when they were little? Oh, perpetually. And uh, my, I got the same from my parents because they were both interested in language. And so I've, I've been arguing and talking about language as long as I can remember. Have any advice for parents who are maybe finding it a little hard to handle at the moment? Oh, um, find some good material for the kids to read, if possible, or some writing tasks, all right? Like the kid, get the kids writing a story together. Someone makes one sentence and then the other one makes the next sentence and you'll see where your story goes. Basically, get active doing things um, rather than just sitting watching TV, which is not going to help very much with any kind of active, uh, active mental development. All right. Well, we've got some very active uh, children who are keen to mentally develop, who have submitted some very interesting questions for your consideration, okay. Rolly. Now, we did flag yesterday that your abilities went far beyond uh, English language assistance, that you were mm -hmm. proficient in many other languages besides. So, heads up, some of your questions relate to learning other languages. But let's first off listen to what six-year-old Daisy from Dutton Park would like to know. Hi, my name's Daisy and my question is, why do people have different languages? Ah, okay. About 100,000 years ago, it's our best guess, it, languages just suddenly started in Africa. And from Africa, they spread all over the world. Now, as the people went far away from their home base, they started developing new ways of talking. And those ways became even more different from the ways of talking that other people had got in, you know, other areas of the world. And the further they went, the more different they got. And so we now have 6,900 languages in the world. And very often, uh, like, say, English or German, they are related. They've got similar words and things. But a lot of the other languages, like English and Chinese, are not related at all. And the world has become a place of many, many, many languages. And you basically learn the language that you grow up with from your parents. Rolly, what's your advice to a child who's thinking of learning another language? Well, what's a good one to pick? Okay, um, if you've got another language at home that's used by your parents or your grandparents, that's really a good start because you've got all of the resources there for starting off you know, at home. If you want to choose a language, uh, people say, well, English, Chinese and Spanish are the most important ones because they are the most spoken and important in the world. And certainly Chinese and Spanish with English, you can see they will take you uh, in, well, Spanish takes you to all of South America except for Brazil, pretty much. Um, English takes you anywhere. Most people, uh, you know, if you, you're a tourist or whatever, there'll, there'll be some, there's some English around. But then, I mean, look, French is a very, very rich language with a long cultural tradition. We ought to be learning more Indonesian because that's just to the north of us. Very large country, going to be one of our major pet friends in the years to come. 
So basically learning a language is really good for a child's development and uh, there has been a sort of story that if you learn another language it'll take you away from English literacy. I'm afraid that's complete rubbish. Uh, learning another language makes you better developed intellectually. It's very, very clear. Five minutes to two, news at two o'clock. Professor Rolly Sussex with you answering the homework questions from the Little Legends Learning at Home uh, who are interested in learning more about language. Rolly, our next question is from Jali. Uh, here's what mm -hmm. Jali would like to know. How do you speak in Fijian? Why do you want to know? Oh. Because I come from there and I don't know how to speak from there. That's a great question. Okay, the, the, the best way is to go to the country and try and forget that you know English and insist on talking Fijian to everybody when you go to the shops, when you watch TV, when you play with your friends. Um, Fijian is a Polynesian language, which means it's related to Maori in New Zealand and to Tongan and to Cook Island and so on. And it's, it's got a really interesting uh, sort of set of properties including the fact uh, that when you get, shall we say, a D in Fijian, you pronounce an N before it. So N-A-D-I is the airport, but you pronounce it Nandi. And there is a footballer whose name is K-O-R-O-I-B-E-T-E, and that's not Koroibete, but Koroimbete. You put in an M before the B. Um, Fijian is beautiful to listen to. It's a very musical language. Mm. And if you come from there, do go and exercise Fijian. And maybe when you have children, you can teach them Fijian later on. Thank you so much, Ajali, for your question. Our next question for you, Professor Rolly Sussex, comes from Remy. My name's Remy, and my question is, who invented all the words in the English language? Oh, you want the short Great version question, or the Remy. Version? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, we're a couple the of minutes away from you, so <laughs> succinct. Be quick. All right. The Oxford English Dictionary has got over 650,000 words. Uh, English is huge. Some of the words came across the English Channel in about 450 uh, when the Angles and Saxon Jutes crossed over, and that gave us words like mother, brother, dog, cat, bull, and so on. Then in 1066, England was invaded by the Normans, and so they bought French. So about 30% of the words in English come from French. And uh, about 30% come from Latin, through French usually. And the rest of the words come from all over the place, like uh, Malay and Chinese and Russian and so on. So English is, is a real mix of languages, and we've allowed words from everywhere to take place in English, and that's why it's so big. Great question, Remy. Our last question comes from a little five-year-old I happen to know fairly well, Professor Rolly Sussex. Here's what Harriet mm -hmm. would like to know. Harriet? Yeah? Can you tell me some of your German? Okay. Rot means red, and oh. Leah means purple, mm -hmm. and Rosa means pink. Orange means guess it. Orange? Yes. Do you know how to say... My name is Harriet in German. Ich bin Harriet. Oh, very good. Do you know how to say... Wait. Mm -hmm. Can you copy me but say your name? All right, I'll try. Ich bin... Ich bin... You say your name now. Ich bin... Ich bin... Kate. Kate. Yeah, you got it now. Would you like to learn how to say... 
Mummy, I would like a puppy, please, in German. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, it's Mummy, ich möchte ein... Now, there's, there's four or five words for puppy in German, but the word for a dog is Hund, which is about like hound. You remember a basset hound in English? So we've got mm -hmm. the same word, which has changed a bit. And a little babe, a little puppy is called a Hundebaby or a Hundekind. K-I-N-D. Oh. And you know about kin kindergarten. Kindergarten is a child garden in German. Hundekind is a child puppy. That is magnificent. All together, Rolly, how do you say it? Ich möchte ein Hundekind. Ich or möchte Hundebaby ein or Hundekind. Hundebaby. I'll have baby. To practice that one. Or if you wish, right. Welpe, Welpe, you know a whelp in English? That's yeah. The same word in German, Welpe, W-E-L-P-E. And nine is no, right? Nine is no. Okay, I'll just keep yes. that in my back pocket. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's enough for today. Rolly Sussex, our Lord of Auf Language. Wiedersehen. <laughs> on your radio and online. At home or on the road. This is ABC Radio.